Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to remember those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must henceforth be forever cast into the abyss of dead names. In this moment of our remembrance, we prove with great grief and wailing the sincerity of our noble tolerance. What we once wrongly allowed in the ignorance of white privilege has become the cleansing rite of virtue signaling we use to prove our purity. Join with me now as we remember those that we've lost. First, Avatar, the way of water. Due to its utterly unacceptable exploitation of the Navi. Yes, as film critic Kathy Woods recently explained on Twitter, quote, at some point we gotta talk about the cultural appropriation of Avatar and white actors are cosplaying as people of color. And of course she's right. Did anyone ask the Navi if they consent to be portrayed in this manner? Did anyone even try contacting them? And how can an old white man like James Cameron possibly understand the delicate nuances involved in the lived experience of fictional blue aliens, whose imaginary story he so callously took and exploited simply for the purpose of making money? Can he not see that in stealing the imaginary heritage of the Navi and telling it with mostly white actors, that he's committing the very act of colonialism he claims to be denouncing? Does Cameron have any idea what it's like to be blue? Does he understand the challenges of being weirdly thin and overly tall? An alien? Imaginary? Of course not! And what about equal opportunity employment? Did he try to cast any nine-foot-tall blue aliens in his movie? Or did he just take the lazy way out of hiring actual humans to do his racist CGI work? Did he bother reaching out to blue media? Did he consult the Non-Human Relations Commission? Or the Off-Earth Chamber of Commerce? Did he even try? Now, I know some people might say, it's literally impossible to appropriate the culture of an imaginary race from an imaginary planet. But that's what makes it all the worse. The white man with his savior complex is so comfortable appropriating cultures, he doesn't even blink at inventing whole new races of beings whose narratives he thinks it's okay to steal. The audacity. As Twitter influencer Yo Begay says, quote, we must join natives and indigenous groups around the world in boycotting this horrible and racist film, end quote. Stop the theft of imaginary culture, protect the Navi, save their fictional heritage, and finally bring an end to Blueface. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second, the Masters Tournament. But probably not for the reasons you might expect. Because they are allowing players in the Live Golf League to p compete against PGA players, you might think we denounce the Masters because of the normalization it brings to the Saudi government and their repression of women. True, but not today. Perhaps you might think this is part of a broader denouncement of country clubs and golf in general with its historic racism and misogyny and marginalization of non-Argyle socks. True, but not today. No, it has suddenly become clear that the Masters has an even greater problem. Are we really in the year 2022 going to have an entire golf course, an entire golf tournament only for masters? Will there also be an enslaved persons tournament? What about a tournament for the non-slaveholding golfers and the abolitionists of the world? The optics of golf are already bad enough, but to literally call the most important tournament of the year the same thing we call the plantation owners back in the day, it's inconceivable. Now on this note, I do feel the need to publicly confess my own linguistic inadequacy and offer myself up for at least a third-degree flagellation for my failure. Dear friends, back in June, when I called for an end of the use of the word master in all of its forms because of this very concern, you may recall I listed several, including the master bedroom, the master of ceremonies, the master key, and the master's degree. I must confess, even my keen level four canceller's eye failed to discern that which was right before it, the master's tournament. Please forgive me and accept in compensation my enhanced denouncement of it today. Now that I have finally seen my own omission for what it is, a blind spot, 
because, and here I beg your forgiveness, for I too am a person who has played golf. And I am processing it with professional help. Adopting the preferred person-first language, I know I'm not defined by my occasional golfing, so I'm not a golfer. I am a person who played golf. But nevertheless, I see that it has blinded me to this great offense in our midst. So despite my own double bogey on this hole of the wokeness course of life, please join me in calling for an end to the Masters Golf Tournament. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. And finally, let me be first in line to celebrate the innovative work of the thought leaders in San Francisco for their Guaranteed Income for Transgender People, or GIFT, program, Recognizing the economic marginalization of our trans brethren, sisterin, and otherin, the city is issuing anyone identifying as transgender a guaranteed minimum, in- minimum income of $1,200 per month for a year and a half. Bravo, or, or brava, or bravi, you know, depending. What a great way to encourage people to be totally honest about who they are for money. But what really warms my heart about this program is that even though only 55 trans persons will be funded, the application offers over 130 different options for gender, sexuality, and pronouns. These include feminine of center, demigirl, cisgender man, transmasculine, masculine of center, brother boy, butch, boyi, stud, aggressive, femme, scoliosexual, xanath, nino poskitsipskis, man with a history of gender transition, xenogender, gender variant, gender fluid, multigender, not to be confused with polygender, X-Gender, Bakla, Mahu, Waria, Ashtime, Diba, Kalabi, Paloanai, Travesti, Chukli, account, Questioning, I Don't Use Labels, Declined, and of course, just in case, not listed here. Acceptable pronouns include A, Air, Airs, Z, Zim, Zis, Fay, Fair, Fairs, and Tay, Tear, Tears. Obviously, candidates are allowed to check as many as apply to them, Fairs, or Zares. And speaking as a masculine of center, cisgender man with Travesti, Biba, and Zenith tendencies, I, for one, appreciate the nuance and subtlety of the self-identifications, especially since the patriarchy wants nothing more than to reduce you to simply male or female as if you were created that way. However, I will say that I do have a practical concern. I know you fine folk are committed as I am to eternal vigilance in keeping the holy acronym string as inclusive as possible, but after seeing this program's wonderfully dynamic and expansive list of options, I am worried we give many of them short shrift. Now, as of 5.47 a.m. Eastern Time this morning, the endorsed daily standard expression was still LGBTQI+. However, is it not obvious that with over 130 options, simply lumping them all in under the plus denotation marginalizes them by mainstreaming L's, G's, B's, T's, Q's, and I's? Are Nino Puskatsipski's not equal to lesbians? Are Chukchi's not as good as bisexuals? And do we not all know a Diba or two on our own block? who deserves the same recognition as the intersexuals down the way. Surely they are, and so I am calling for a holy gathering of the most enlightened to solve our paradox of establishing a perfectly inclusive and yet practically usable holy acronym string, once and for all, obviously subject to weekly revision thereafter as we evolve our understanding of human multisexuality. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. And now with these cleansing rites performed, may we all go forth in loving tolerance and microaggress no more. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend.